So it's Saturday morning, mm. late March, and we have some great news. I made a baby. <laughs> well, you made a baby nine months ago. <laughs> Something else happened. I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> My wife had a baby. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank mm. you. Little Levi Koji Robertson was born on the 11th of March, mm. weighing nine pounds and six ounces. It's a large mm. baby. He's a big boy. Yeah. Also, we'll need a rewind on the name at some point and talk about it. A rewind. Okay. Mm. We'll need fine. to talk about that. Um, <laughs> so he's a weekend, a half-ish, a bit more. He's a few knees. Young. <laughs> He's a little boy. And um, it's really fun having a baby, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. It's really Sometimes. fun. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, I hadn't actually comprehended how much fun it would be and how much joy mm. he would bring. Because you don't really know, because you can't, it's hard. I don't know whether you love, I, I don't know whether I loved him when he was still in Anna's belly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I love him now. Yeah. But, like, you can't... Like, when you talk about parents, about parenting... Yeah. Where I don't know about you guys, but all I would really take in is the bad, like, the hard stuff. Because they can tell you, but obviously it's the best thing ever because you love them so much. Da, da, da. Yeah. But because I'm not feeling that, all I can take in is the stuff that's really hard. Yeah. Mm. But then, obviously, as soon as you have your own baby, well, I hope you guys have experienced this, um, then you're like, instantly in love with them. And mm. so, like, that brings a hell of a lot of joy. Yeah. As well as they're fun because they're babies and they do stuff. That's funny. <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So are, are you saying that, like, you, you, struck, you struggled to connect with him know. when he was in Anna's belly? I don't know about struggle to connect. I don't think I ever really felt like, oh, this is, like, I'm finding this hard. Yeah. Like, mm. it's just, I think it's more, I didn't comprehend how much joy he would bring once I met him. That's really nice. And he was in the mm. world. Yeah. Because you can't, I don't think. Yeah. Because I couldn't connect. I didn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I loved him or not. It's hard to know, isn't it? Because yeah, you yeah. haven't met them really, have you? Yeah. <laughs> we'll ask you about like the birth story and stuff. But was that like an instant thing once he arrived? Like you were just like. No, we'll okay. get into that. Yeah. Right. The birth story. Okay. Okay. It was. I loved him about. Uh, 10 15 minutes after I first saw him, okay, <laughs> but that's because of how it went down, yeah, sure. not because I was mad at him, yeah. <laughs> mad, baby. <laughs> but as in that emotion, or that didn't mm. well, the feeling of joy I don't know about love, yeah, but the feeling of joy didn't come straight away. But we can get to that if you want, yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear about that. So, but it's start at the beginning of, of the birth story, yeah, so um, and uh. So we knew from about 36 weeks, so fairly late on in the pregnancy, that Anna had a strep B infection, which I can't really remember exactly what that is, but it's an infection that they can catch in like urine samples or whatever, of the mother, obviously, um, that if the baby caught, had that and got that infection during labour, it's quite high risk to a baby. Okay. It can be fatal, you know, can't drop... I mean, lots of, like... They can do a lot now for babies, yeah. even if they get yeah. in real like sort of danger mode when they're born. But it's high risk. So even though um, that being said, some mums will have strep B and it never gets sort of found in tests, and then they'll just have a baby and the baby's fine and nothing ever happens because it's still it's very low risk. But if the baby catches it, it's a big problem kind of thing. Mm. Um, and also Anna could have had the test with it come up, and equally a couple of weeks later it could have gone. It's like an infection that can come and go. Oh, okay. oh wow! No, I didn't know that. However, once they find it. Um, obviously like, it makes sense once they know that the mum might be carrying strep B they do a lot of due diligence to protect mm. the baby from it 
which from a uh, labour process perspective is a bit rubbish for uh, mum kind of thing yeah. because basically originally we thought we could be in the MLU the midwife led unit um, which is the nice one yeah, yeah even with the strep B because they told us because basically what you need is you need to be on antibiotics for it so as soon as you're in the hospital they get the mum on a drip for it mm. um, and they put they sort of pump her with some antibiotics every four hours until the baby comes um, and the more they get in the better the, you know the better you're preventing the risk um, reducing the risk uh, so even then you can be in the MLU if everything else goes as planned like goes sort of straightforwardly um, Anna was really overdue um, by 11 days um, and then it was on a Sunday we'd just gone to church for a bit um, but Anna's been rough so we left early we kind of always knew we were going to do but we just wanted to see people you know and get out of the house and then we just settled down for a little nap we were like lying on the sofa <laughs> and we literally literally just about to go for a nap and then Anna's water's broke and she's like oh um, <laughs> and we were both like really annoyed because we were like oh we we're going to have a nap we were both, <laughs> we were both really tired that day um so then you have to ring the midwife because that's what you're told to do and and I went through the stuff and basically they said okay so you have to come in and because you've got the strep B risk you won't be going home okay Um, so you know you're going to be in for the long haul because Mm. the reason why that is is once you're so um, the waters are the amniotic fluid leaking out basically (laughs) Uh, the amniotic fluid is what protects the baby from infection Um, you guys know this but I'm saying it for the story I've already forgotten (laughs) the amniotic fluid is what protects the baby so they can't really catch stuff so even if the mum gets really ill in in pregnancy the baby can be often quite safe from the stuff Mm -hmm. the mum's carrying because of this amniotic fluid I didn't know that I thought it's pretty amazing I thought amniotic fluid was just like Mm. like absorbed impact kind of thing no no I imagine it does some stuff like that as well but it protects them from from illness in a lot of cases didn't know that so obviously if you've got a high risk infection as soon as the waters break yeah, it's like, oh crap, we need to yeah. get you on the antibiotics as soon as we can. Yeah, okay. Because the baby could get infected. So that's why we had to go in stupidly okay. early. So as you guys know, because this is how it went for you, if you have a straightforward labour, um, the mum will uh, be in early labour, that's what they call early labour, for quite a long period, and they'll probably stay at home. Yeah. So they'll start having contractions really far apart, or they might start quicker and then they slow down. Da, 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 da. You guys have talked about this with, you know, in your stories. Um but you ring the midwife and they say, well, you're miles away from in to come in, just relax, try and have a bath. Blah, blah, blah. So that's ideal, I guess, isn't it? But um, Anna's water broke. She hadn't even started labour, but we knew we had, but we had to go in. Mm. So we knew we were going to be there for ages, which isn't much fun. Yeah. We still thought we were going to be able to be in the MOU, but actually when we got there um, in Ashford, they uh, told us to go up to the labour ward. Okay. We don't know why we didn't... Push, push it. Mm. Anna thinks maybe if we'd really tried, pushed like to be like, why well, can't we be in here? Because we've been told we can. They might have let us, but I'm glad we didn't because they would end up moving us anyway because mm. of what happened later on. So mm. you don't want to move, yeah, because that sucks as well. Um, so we get there, going to the labour ward, which is a shame for Anna because she was hoping to be in the MLU, but that's the way it is. And then we were bored because we were just sitting around. She's not even really started labour yet. And we're like, we're going to be here for like forever. We're in like a small room and it sucks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she had examinations, etc. Basically, very quickly, it came. It became... Well, the decision was made by the doctor of... You've always broke, baby's at risk. You're barely even in early labour. She was sort of one centimetre dilated and you've got to get to ten to start pushing. 
Mm. Um, and that takes forever, you know. Mm. Um, hence why you stay at home for a couple of days often. Um, the risk is too high, so we have to induce labour to get things going. So that basically involves getting Anna on, on another drip where they pump hormones into her to, to force contractions to happen. Mm. Um, induction, it's, people think induction is being induced is more painful, like indu- induced labour is more painful. I think what, from what we understand, it's not that the contractions are more painful, it's that you go from very little to like... A lot. Extreme. Um, oh, okay. Full-on contractions very quickly. So it amps mm. up so quick, it's quite <clears throat> nasty. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they did that, and... Um, Long story short, she starts on gas and air, but it hurts very quickly. So then they were like, just go on pefidin. They were very like, just do the pefidin. Basically, because they see it quite early on. Only 5% of women who have induced labour do it on just gas and air because of the nature oh, wow. of it. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Which I felt, I was so glad they gave us that stat because I flipping love a stat. <laughs> um, and I think it would have helped Anna because it, it helped Anna, certainly me, and I'm pretty sure it helped Anna to be like, oh, okay, I'm not being a wuss yeah. by yeah. just taking the drugs. Yeah, because it's, it, you're suddenly in a very different situation. It's yeah. not, um, and they're also like you're going to be doing this for hours. Like, I th- it was several hours in there. Like you're going to be doing this for like twelve more hours still. You know, right. and I think she's already on pepidin then actually. But anyway, at yeah. least at least twelve more hours, like <clears throat> very least. So anyway, she went on pepidin, which is an injection that um, basically makes you go a bit like out of it kind of thing. Um, is that the one that gives you a headache? No, that's the epidural, that's the supposedly. Epidural. Although okay. Anna's not had that yet, but... Okay, um, oh, we just jumped ahead. Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah, spoiler. Um, <laughs> had that yet, or she might not have it at all. Um, she goes on the pepidin. So she's, she's gassing air for ages, which she really rates like Laura and Megan did. Like, she did yeah. think it was great, yeah. but it wasn't up to task for long enough, basically. Mm. Um, went on the pepidin, was on that for a long time, managed to get some kind of semi-kip kind of thing. Um and then basically the point where they said you've got at least 12 more hours of this probably way more um, and she was already she was still only on like two centimetres dilated or something um, she took the epidural wow. epidural was a little well, I think we talked about it in the previous one didn't we yeah an injection sort of in near the spine or kind mm. of between the spine I don't really get it um, it's like a nephesis does it it's really like impressive what they do um, so it's a very precise thing and then it basically numbs the whole area where the contractions are happening she was still able to walk so I think historically and still in some hospitals the epidural will numb the sort of waist down or belly down kind of thing whereas here in Ashford sorry in Ashford they were able just to numb that belly area so she could still move she could still walk for a wee and stuff which is really cool and obviously it just helps you stay more sane you know yeah Um, obviously epidurals are epic on pain killing because she numbs everything yeah so then we tried to play a bit of Nintendo <laughs> the Switch. we played one game of Mario Kart it, didn't, it wasn't particularly enjoyable because Anna can like she can get we were on this like tiny little screen you know it's like a Game Boy yeah. so it didn't really work out well, at least we tried you know yeah. um, who won I came second and Anna came eighth um, not bad and Anna would definitely do better than eighth if she wasn't in labour <laughs> and I was annoyed to come in second <laughs> um, so uh, sorry I'll try to keep the story from going on too long She'd been on epidural for a while. They do like four hourly examinations um, to check how she's doing, you know. Um, it gets to, I don't know, something like 10 o'clock. So we've gone in on Sunday about half three. Yeah. Gets to about 10 a.m. on the Monday. Doctor comes in, does the examination. 
she's only got to, well, he said three centimetres. The previous one then said four. So it was probably like three and a half, basically. Yeah. And they're like, right, this is going to take forever slash never going to happen. We have to have the, you have to have a caesarean. Um, at which point, like, this is the bit, it's not traumatic, it's a strong word, but both of us, but particularly, probably me more so, actually. Not, it's way harder for Anna, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Probably, probably more sleep deprived. I think she would have got more sleep over the night because obviously she's in the bed and stuff. Um, but anyway, sleep deprived. It's like it's just it's weird because they basically as soon as they said we're gonna have to have a you're gonna have to have a cesarean, they just crack on because the reason why they're doing it is because they don't want to mess about. Yeah. yeah. So um, I learned from talking to some friends the other day that any cesarean that's not pre-planned is called an emergency cesarean. Yeah. I wouldn't say it felt like an emergency. Some um, are, some are more like yes, uh, okay, it didn't yeah, feel yeah. like an emergency cesarean. They and if it was, they'd do it quicker and they'd be they take more risks. Okay. I would say Anna's you know the way I would see it is they weren't rushing she like, they were like we need to get need to do it but we're not going to like run around okay yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, anyway but still it was a bit weird because it was as soon as they decided they said to me right go and get in the scrubs and I had to pack everything up really quick um, because they were going to move all our stuff into another room which obviously doesn't sound that big of a deal but you've spread out haven't you because yeah. you're there forever and I was like oh crap because I had to get dressed and they were all like getting there ready to move mm. so um, that was a bit weird and then I got to push the trolley where the baby was going to go. Like I used to, I got to follow them, <laughs> oh, yeah. taking Anna in the bed. And I got to that was my job. Yeah, it was nice giving me a job actually. I think <laughs> that's, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so I followed them through, and then it's big operating theatre. Uh, I think there's about eight people in there, and it's flipping amazing. It? It's like a military operation. <clears throat> they do all their checks and stuff, and you mm. feel like you're with like the medical marines. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's really, it's really cool. Um, they're like disconcertingly relaxed to be honest because of what they do all day every day it's like I didn't know if to find it whether to find it reassuring or like annoying how relaxed they were sure, you know okay. I mean? it's a bit weird it like got in my yeah. head a bit because it's a big moment for you but to them it's just like every day and if they right. weren't relaxed yeah. that'd be bad because they yeah. need to be good at their jobs yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, the anaesthetist guy in there um, wanted, was like do you want to play music I was like sure I, I wouldn't have asked for it but because he asked mm. and we had a playlist on my phone that Anna like likes we meet we, we literally faffed around for like 10 minutes trying to bluetooth connect to the speaker <laughs> and it wouldn't work and this Anna's literally I'm sitting by Anna's head and they're literally getting ready to operate on her and get a baby out and he's like oh and I'm like oh can't get it to work oh why isn't it connecting he's like oh no it's still connected to my phone literally for like 10 minutes <laughs> So they, weren't, they weren't waiting to start were they no they weren't okay. waiting <laughs> okay. but it was still really stupid and he didn't have anything else to do because he had sorted okay, his stuff yeah, out yeah. but um, he was basically the main reassurance around because he'd buy a head doing the drips and stuff because mm. she was already on the epidural they just topped up the epidural yeah um, that's weird as well because she can feel stuff but it doesn't hurt so yeah. they to test that she was numbed enough they had some cold spray he sprayed it on my arm for, for jokes um <laughs> They spray it on her like somewhere that she can feel, yeah. and then they spray it on her belly where they've numbed it, yeah. where she can't feel it. And they say, "Can you? Can all you feel is the sort of the drips falling down your belly?" Yeah, and that tells them it's not cold, but you can feel stuff, which is yeah. obviously what they want. Mm. Um, so yeah, they they got prepped and everything, and then they got the baby out pretty quick, like four minutes or something like that. Wow. It's nuts. Um, the weird thing was, and I can't remember if I told it either or both of you about this. I'm not particularly squeamish, and I just wanted it to Anna to be okay. I hadn't even thought about it, but 
fairly early on, one I can't remember who it was. One of them was banging on about, don't worry, you won't see anything because we'll put the tent thing up, which yeah. is sort of from man's sort of breast upwards kind of mm. thing, or a bit below. Um, and I'm sitting by a head, and it's big. So, like, but they were very reassuring, which is kind of them. Like, it doesn't make any sense in a minute. So you won't see anything. Don't worry. I was like, okay, great. And they're like, just be ready with your camera to take the picture when the baby comes. Um, so I'm sitting there ready, expecting, and I think this isn't stupid. They've banged on about how you're not going to see anything. Be ready with your camera. Yeah. So I'm ready for them to bring the baby round. Did, yeah. did, did they instruct you to take a picture? Yeah, they told me to be ready. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah. I part. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I think I'm not silly in assuming. Okay, they tell me to be ready with my camera, but I'm not going to see anything. So mm. be ready for them to bring the baby round, plonk it on Anna's chest because that's what they do in films. Yeah. Or if Anna can't take it, maybe give him to me. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm waiting for. So they're like, "All right, he's nearly here. He's nearly here. Are you ready?" I'm like, "Yes." They're like, "He's here. He's here." And I'm like, "Sure." They're like, "Quick! Quick! Quick!" So then I just jump up and have to go over there. So you'd see everything. Like, why have you wanged on about how... <laughs> <laughs> so then I got like a few snaps. And I'm kind of glad I did it in hindsight because they look like flipping National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've seen but pictures, I, they're amazing. I they seen are really, I'll show uh, you if you amazing. want to see them. I want to see them. But literally getting pictures of... The first one is his head coming out of the belly like an alien. Mm. Wow. And they're not cute, they're disgusting. Yeah. And then there's two more where he's like... <laughs> Like flipping disgusting coming out, <laughs> and during that, so you know, you were saying, Did you love him straight away? Yeah, no, no, because I was like, What is going on? <laughs> and I was freaking out about Anna, I was more worried about Anna at that point, to be honest, because yeah. I could see the baby was fine. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. Um, and it's disgusting, and it's hard to like instantly fall in love with like an <laughs> alien coming out of a belly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, then they whisk him off to cleaning up getting prepped which is nice because you don't really have to deal with it mm. um, so he was gone for a couple of minutes I'm sitting with Anna and she's all shaking and stuff because it's a concoction of drugs and the adrenaline coming down and yeah. the, that was really horrible for her because well, I think we'd both misunderstood when we'd asked how long does it take and they'd said oh yeah it'll be only five minutes or whatever what they meant was to get him out okay. they hadn't said so, but we thought that was the whole job like rapid in and out like get him out close her up done yeah, yeah, yeah. but actually they can get him out well fast apparently in an emergency they can do it in 30 seconds really Whoa. Um, that's what the midwife said it's nuts um, <laughs> obviously they take more risks it'd yeah, be yeah. quick but it took them about 20 minutes to close her up and apparently mm. it feels like you've got people doing the washing up in your belly Oh. so you're yeah. you're on a come down from adrenaline you're exhausted you've got but tons of drugs floating through you. Oh, I can't imagine. She that. was shaking like, yeah, mad. really, and she was and she felt really sick. Her body's in shock. She felt really sick, but then she's lying on her back. So they just put like one of those little sick cardboard things next to her head. So she's like, oh, kind of thing, hoping that she won't vom because then that'd be horrific. Oh wow! Like, it was horrible, and I, oh man, it's horrible. Anyway, so then they brought the baby back in, and I'm kind of trying to tilt him towards her, like, look, Ella, look. Because they said do you, to her, do you want him? But there was nowhere, for, nowhere to put him because okay. the screen's so close up to yeah. her neck. It's like, mm. this is stupid. And also, she's a state. So she was like, no. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was weird. Anyway, so I'm trying to kind of point him towards her. Yeah. Um, and I'm holding him at that point, And I'm like, this is a baby, but I'm still too worried about Anna. Mm. Kind of thing. Then they take her off. What do they do? So I sat there while they did some stuff. Then they whisked me off. I can't remember how it worked. I think... I can't remember which, how, where she went. 
then you might actually not hear the answer. They took me off with the baby into the recovery room, but Anna didn't join us for a good 10 minutes. Okay. So this that was really surreal. Mm-hmm. As they took me off, I was literally asking them all, is how Anna is normal? Because I needed them to reassure me that she was okay. Yeah. And they said yes. Because I thought, this is not right kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know, oh, did I? Okay, yeah. Yeah, how yeah. bad she was shaking and how much of a mess she was in. Yeah. Mm. Because obviously in all the films, regardless of how, whether it's cesarean, pushing labour, yeah, in all the fine. films, the mum's having a horrible time and as soon as the baby's out, they're like all calm. They're like, oh, yeah. the baby's here. Yeah, yeah. But Anna's just a state and doesn't really care at that point that there's yeah. a baby there because she's too much of a mess. Yeah. yeah. And so I... So that's normal, is it? Yeah, months? it's normal. Okay. But in yeah. my, I had no expectation of that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? That I thought, really, really I thought the baby yeah. comes out and then she's just suddenly fine, which is a stupid thing to expect, <laughs> but that's what you get the impression from yeah. films yeah. and that. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so I'm in there for 10 minutes. That's surreal because it's silent um, in this massive room. Just me, a midwife just sitting there making notes and being quiet. Yeah. And then just me in the middle of this room with the baby just sitting there. Did you do skin-on-skin contact? No, not do that. Not? We didn't, never never did actually in the hospital. Um, just didn't even really think about it much. You, you, yeah. Did it at home. Your thoughts were other way. <laughs> but also <laughs> there it would have been really weird. Like yeah. as in, in that, that would have been weird anyway. With it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I could have done it later on, but anyway... Um, just sitting there, it was a bit weird. I took a few pictures of him, and it thing, and it like the midwife was jolly, and so like we joked about a bit. But it was, I was just so worried about Anna. Mm. Mm. When Anna Kate finally got wheeled in the bed, she was still shaking. After a few minutes, she started to the shaking started to calm calm down. And when she first sort of smiled at Levi, when she basically when Anna first smiled, then I suddenly relaxed. Okay. And then that's probably the point at which I could say like I started to fall in love with my okay, baby yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Because I was just too worried about Anna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um straight over really odd, really odd. Um so yeah, not not how we'd hoped it would go. Mm. But um that's you no, know, that's the way it is. Wow. Uh, Anna did very well, you know. Yeah. She she was amazing. I yeah, look, you get a whole new respect for your wife, don't you? After mm. after labour, hundred um, percent. How, how long did you stay in the hospital for after? And what? Well, it's crazy because we could we could have only stayed one night. We, if we'd wanted to leave, they weren't encouraging us to leave. But if we'd wanted to leave after the Monday night, we could have done. Mm. But we wanted to stay an extra night because you got midwives to hand. And do you know what I mean, it's just worth yeah. it, I think, if you can. Um, and then we left on the Wednesday morning, sort of late morning. Um, which is amazing, really, that you can do that. It's because of all the medication Anna got discharged with. Um, you have to sort of jab your belly for 10 days, like inject oh, your own okay. belly for 10 days. Um, mm. It's because that kind of stuff's available now that you can do it. When Anna's mum had Anna, it was by cesarean, and apparently she had to be in at least 11 days. That was the bare minimum mm. rule. Yeah. And people were upset because they just changed the minimum from 14 down to 11 and people were in like uproar because they thought it was ridiculous that it was that short that you could be in the hospital. Oh, really? So yeah. to think we could have, e- like, they would still have had be, no problem. Still be there. They yeah. would have had no problem of us leaving after one night. Yeah. After yeah, Anna's yeah. had like extremely invasive surgery. Yeah. yeah. It is nuts. Because she, what she's recovering from now is it's very intense and you kind of forget yeah. um, what she's been through. Mm. And it takes six weeks to sort of be back to normal, you know, inverted commas. Um, mm. um, so I'm, you know, having to, like, I don't want to over-reg it, but I'll have to look after them both, you know, um, yeah. which I've actually really enjoyed. It's, been, it's not been a problem, but... Because mm. um, she's not, 
as mobile as you know just walking around yeah. short walk is knackering for her and, yeah. and uncomfortable you know yeah. and she's just constantly on ibuprofen and paracetamol but nothing intense beyond those jabs that she had to do for 10 days yeah That's, it just reminds me of how like important it is to to know as much as possible yeah. like what's going on yep. so like and it's really annoying that no one's ever told us that oh like cesarean it's really straightforward but just so you know like the body goes into shock yeah. afterwards in fact they're actually the opposite the, the midwives are all like oh we'll discuss that if it becomes a thing yeah like we'll, we'll talk about cesareans if you need it we'll talk about xyz well, if, if you, you can need only it. do that if you've planned it yeah, yeah. but you weren't planning to have a cesarean, no obviously, yeah exactly yeah it's hard isn't it because i i agree <sighs> but then there's a level where might make you worry why i can understand that the midwife or whoever's perspective of why make you get obsessed over that kind of stuff yeah when it's unlikely to happen for a lot of people. Mm. I don't know if unlikely is the right word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Because you're right, though. I never did any reading... About that. And never got any teaching around yeah. cesareans. Um, but considering, I imagine most I imagine most of them are unplanned, surely. No, there's quite a few that are planned. I mean, I imagine there are, yeah. there are planned ones, but I would have thought a lot of them were that happened weren't planned. Yeah, no. And it would be good to know... Even if it was just a, if you do end up having a cesarean, these are the things you'll like that will happen during the time. Don't be worried if you shake if the yeah. partner's shaking. Don't like that's all. That would all be really useful to know, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But but now he's here. He's yeah. here now. And he came safe and he's a healthy baby. And Anna's doing well. Yeah, she's recovering well. Uh, obviously, slowly, but she's recovering well. The, the wound is healing fine. Mm. There, like the midwife's been really pleased. Um, Good and. We just assumed he'd have a tongue tie because it, literally every baby... Everyone's getting tongue ties. Every yeah, baby yeah. I've ever known yeah, basically yeah. in recent years has had a tongue tie. And, you know, we learned on the NHS course that me and Josh went to, yeah. like the day thing, that they're becoming more and more common. They're not really sure why. And mm. um, diet or folic acid or something. Um, so we just assumed he'd have one. Yeah. No tongue tie. And, he's, and he breastfed very quick. Sure, which yeah. was a huge after labour like that I think made a huge difference yeah. to have it so straightforward relatively because yeah. it didn't yeah. take him long really to breastfeed That's and really then great. he and then we haven't really had problems with breastfeeding I didn't realise how painful it is mm. for the mum I knew it was uncomfortable but oh, they, the midwife said yesterday they give it a name the 10 second pain the burn thing. <laughs> the, when, when they first latch when the baby first latches whether mm. for the first time ever no or just, just in or early just, days of breastfeeding if they, if they like mislatch like don't latch properly and even if like, it, I think even if they, they do, do I think yeah. basically in early days of breastfeeding I presume it gets easier because the nipples get like more resilient and the baby gets calloused <laughs> yeah. presumably I don't really know but anyway they basically the first bit where he gets he manages to latch Anna's like really clenching kind of thing yeah really same hurts. thing happens to Laura really, really hurts yes. but then after 10 seconds it just goes totally. it's fine yeah. so it's really for Anna yeah. it's pretty intense pain for maybe not even 10 seconds sort of 5, ten, five to 10 seconds wow. and then it's fine when the unlatch happens that hurts Laura sometimes sometimes depends how he does it yeah because yeah. Eden's often like just swings her head back yes <laughs> you can hear it but like what yeah <laughs> or if he twists think, his head or whatever oh, yeah, yeah, that hurts. Yeah. Um, so I hadn't no. considered that no um, yeah. man who'd be a woman <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous isn't it they're amazing it's ridiculous yeah. and Anna, like, Anna keeps thanking me for doing like lots of stuff which is obviously really sweet it's yeah. nice that she's like grateful for me doing all the, the nappy changes and like getting, moving him around and stuff mm. Yeah. but I'm like you don't have to thank me <laughs> I can do it with big tides <laughs> and a bit of poo yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's so much easier for us it's <laughs> the opposite Megan always holds it against me 
<laughs> yeah. Like, she, so Megan loves squeezing spots. And um, so whenever I get like a spot on my face, she's like, oh, can I squeeze a spot? I'm like, yeah. no, you're not squeezing a spot. It really hurts. And she goes, I pushed a baby out, right? <laughs> so I you don't know. So I have to, so I have to let her. Um, That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Smart, Megan. Yeah. Um, How's that been doing, like, when you say you're having to look after Anna and Levi at the same time? What do you think is, like, the difference between, like, what we would do and experience, given that, like, our wives were a bit more mobile and that? Just... Yeah, I don't... Because presumably, I don't know how different, to be honest. I'm it sure it is different. all the nappies, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know how different, because presumably they were they had a decent recovery. They had to recover for a while because yeah, they had the other own. injuries yeah. they're dealing with, you know, tearing yeah. stuff, nunny Ooh. stuff. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously, Anna, there are upsides to having a cesarean. Yeah, that's true. Do you know what I mean? In terms of damage in other areas. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, um, so I, I wouldn't... I can't say. I wouldn't know, but... Um, Maybe I mean I've done, and I did one nappy change in the hospital because I'd gone somewhere else to sleep. But bar that, I've done every single nappy change. So I don't know if you were that extreme, but that's because one, that's our like arrangement because she does other stuff a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But also because her mobility makes it difficult to be. She can't really, without being very careful, she can't go pick him up from anywhere, plonk him somewhere, hold him down, whatever, and do stuff because it's uncomfortable. So she can't really do it easily. Does she? Can she pick him up at this point very easily, or is it still very? She can. She won't really. She won't walk around with him. Okay. So she can hold him, and I mean, he's pretty heavy. Yeah, she won't. <laughs> I struggle. He is pretty <laughs> heavy. She won't generally wander around with him. So if she's mm. going to breastfeed, um, gen- generally, if she's going to spend time with him, be it breastfeeding or cuddles or whatever, I'll go and get him, and put him on her. She, you know, I'll make sure she's comfortable and she's got her water yeah, and stuff yeah. to hand. I'll put him on her when she's done for whatever reason. I'll come and collect him and then, you know, hang out with him or put him somewhere. Mm. And not all the time. And obviously, she's getting better. Yeah. I don't know if it was that extreme with Megan and Laura, but no, no. I, th- I think I, I ended up doing like most of the nappies anyway, just because I you can. I wanted to. Yeah, because yeah, I could. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to, and it's like well, it's your thing. I've, I've yeah. got two weeks off of work, and so I'm just gonna. Like, yeah. I want to make the most of it yes. and do stuff. Yeah. And um, but like you say, like Megan had had her own like injuries exactly um, which didn't make mean that it was uncomfortable for her to do a lot of stuff so um, yeah we got yeah. we seem to have got away with a lot of the injuries side of things yeah it blew that my mind how quick I know this isn't an injury thing it blew my mind how quick Laura's belly just went back to like looking normal Laura the looks outside. the same as she did it's crazy it's, yeah that she went back to like looking like looking like a gymnast straight away <laughs> it was really weird yeah. but, um, but she yeah we got away with minimal injuries right but I guess then our Burden was having a baby that screams a lot <laughs> and doesn't eat very well and all that kind of thing. <laughs> but that's that, that's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, I did I did most of the nappy changes at first, but that was just through I don't know why being I just, helpful. I just did. You just yeah. wanted to be helpful, don't you? To be honest, you feel helpless. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you? So. It's starting to wear off, and I knew it would. But for several days, I enjoyed changing his nappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, and I'm still got this. When he gets upset, it doesn't. I can't. I don't enjoy it. Might be the wrong word, but I almost enjoy it because it's like an activity, and it makes <laughs> me feel like a good dad because I can then make him okay. Okay. So okay like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's pooed himself and he hates it because it's in his nappy. I can fix that and then he'll be fine and then we'll cuddle and it's like I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, um, it's like here's a problem. Like, here's how to fix it. And yeah, yeah. Or he's got gas. I can give him some Infocol. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that yeah, kind okay. of stuff. 
I have the opposite of Eden. I'm like looking at her. Me and Laura looking at her crying, being like, why are you crying? <laughs> We've done everything that you're yeah, meant to do. I mean, well, you don't understand anymore. She's crying. Like, can you be more specific? Yeah. Oh, no. If you just use some words. <laughs> you need to learn. <laughs> oh, mate. That. Wow. Can you tell us more about the name? Yeah. Uh, which it's one? a great name. All the, like, well, All the names. Le- Levi's a really good name, but Koji, yeah. Koji's a bit more. So Levi's not there. that out there, I don't think. No. Um, so that's a biblical name for attached, because it's the Levite priests. Okay. Priests were like a group of priests in the Old Testament. And I always forget, I think it was Jacob and Sarah were the parents of Levi, but I keep saying it wrong which parents were the Bible Levi's parents, so I might have just said that wrong, or whatever. I think it's um, yeah, I get Jacob and Isaac the wrong way around every single time. We were looking at Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, you're so holy. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I, I now doubt myself because I got it wrong like the second time I talked about it. Okay. And now I get in a muddle every single time. I need to just memorise the meaning. So, anyway. so what is the meaning of Levi? I, um, I don't... It means attached. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Because the Levites, the Levite priests were attached to like a group. Okay. But I can't remember exactly. I right. should know better. But I don't know. Basically, cool we name. like the name. It's, cool it's name. not cool offensive. So yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I'm not that... I know I might be a bad person, but I don't really care that much about name meetings. <laughs> no, that's fine. All I, yeah. Same yeah. with Koji. All I wanted to know is it's not like ruse. Yeah. And then I don't really care. That's, yeah. It's so true. It's because like, no, no one cares once, the, once they're not a newborn baby anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I imagine there was a time where like your name was really helpful to actually like have a meaning. Yeah. Like this, is, yeah. this tells you about who this person is. Um, but now it is just a case of... Well, do you like the sound of it? And does it does it go well with the surname? Yeah, or, I mean, um, maybe that's sad. And maybe I'm just a vic- well, yeah, I mean, maybe my- I'm just a bad millennial, but I'm not that. I'm not I'm, like we cared. Yeah. And we did look it up, but we looked up because we liked Levi so long ago. We actually paid attention ages ago, and I've kind of forgotten, and I've been lazy yeah. and not looked up yeah. again. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Well, I mean, my name Ryan it means like little king, and yeah. my middle name is Philip, because named after my dad, which means like lover of horses. Which is a great Do, name. Yeah. Do you love horses? No. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> There the opposite pointless, pointless stuff yeah exactly <laughs> is that, but you know it sounds alright yeah it doesn't go as well with my name yeah exactly yeah. Uh, Koji mean so the name meaning of Koji uh, is basically you can take your pick from like little one child it's Japanese um, baby tiger I found on Google oh, I haven't got an extensive baby list baby tiger I haven't got a comprehensive list I'm sure Google if I went delved yeah. really far into it there'd be more mm. supposed names and it's not like I really understand the Japanese language and how it works because you can have it means different things depending on what's above you know weird symbols above the name mm. like the word uh, okay. little one child baby tiger I saw supreme leader somewhere oh wow <laughs> um, I but, love that it's got this diversity of meaning yeah little one or supreme leader yeah, little tiger or supreme leader uh, yeah whether they're all name meanings I don't know but I think they're the name meanings little one and child and second child they're, they're definitely name meanings and it is a boy name in Japan mm. But if you look up Koji and go on one of the first couple of na- like meanings of the word, if you type in meaning of Koji, you may also come up with like fermented rice or fungus, <laughs> <laughs> which obviously is quite funny. Yeah. But then I did realise, so I just, when people would ask, I would just joke about that as yeah. in like, you can take your pick from all of these. But then I did realise actually that doesn't really count because it's not a name, that's just a meaning of the word. Yeah. yeah. It's not a name meaning and it's a name. Sure, yeah. So it doesn't yeah. really count, but I don't care anyway. Yeah. Um, we just like the sound of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there you go. Cool. Yeah. It's a cool name. They yeah, sound great. Nice I think they're like, 
it's it's unusual so it's really interesting yeah. but also they sound really good together which is like my favourite thing about I it I think it's the Levi Koji yeah, yeah it sounds we great. like it sounds like a famous person yeah oh yeah celeb names celeb name <laughs> should have called him Pineapple <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so we're doing well he's feeding well and he's sleeping well and he's making life um, generally I think the things you don't know you can't really compare to other people because you just don't know do you yeah. but um I, I imagine he's making it work quite easy for us compared to some babies do. Definitely compared to Eden. Oh, we, we went over to Joe's to bring them dinner. What day was I mean, it? he could change. Obviously. Yeah, he Eden's could change. Old, a few yeah. weeks older, isn't he? Yeah. How many weeks? Uh, Eden's seven. Exactly, she's seven weeks old. He's not even two weeks, so yeah. he could start kicking off. So Yeah, he could. When we went over, it was to drop their meal off. We, we ate together. And Levi was just chill the whole time. Yeah. And like, you could put him down, you could pick him up. He was just looking around, watching everything. And Eden was just a nightmare. <laughs> she just was like... <laughs> needs constant entertainment, doesn't she? She just needs constantly to be held and to be cooed at and to be this and that. Because you, if you stop, even if you're holding her and you stop kind of paying too much attention, like you start talking to someone else, you start crying. Really? <laughs> yeah. So is she funny. always like that at the moment? Uh, no, no, she has like some. Mood. She has some good time. Like in the morning, time, right? In, yeah, if once she's woken up, the, the like two hours after she's woken up in the in the morning, she's great, regardless of when that is, whether it's like five, six, seven. Um, and then in the afternoon, after she's woken up from her big nap in the afternoon, so like two to four, she's really good. Like she's just like so happy. She can be left playing with toys. You can play with her. She smiles loads in that time. But then I don't know what it, why that is because. I guess she just likes waking up from sleep. That's all I can deduce. She's happiest she's just after she's woken up from sleep. No. But, um, yeah. Otherwise. It might just be a, a hope for you that it's just a phase. Because obviously... Well, I, I'm I've assuming she won't do it when she's, when she's an adult. No, I don't. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I hope the light at the end is not as close to the map. Yeah. But she might suddenly just relax. Yeah, we don't know. Um, but we've tried all sorts of stuff. So. You're on dairy-free formula now, aren't you? Yeah, that's helped. Um yeah, the screaming's less, and also her rashes. She had, like, rashes on the side of her face, and they've gone since we were on dairy-free milk. And so does it take a little try. while for it all to get out of her system? Like the- I assume so. She's yeah. been on the dairy-free milk for almost a week now. Okay. So that's helpful. Um, it hasn't, yeah, it hasn't stopped all the screaming, but it has... That could be like a, more like a, like a social development thing. Like, because yeah. if she's responding to, like... If she gets upset when people don't give her attention, that's probably yeah. more... Uh, She's becoming more aware yeah, and yeah. likes it when she's making eye contact with people. Yeah. Rather than... I think she's just a fussy baby. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's a bit more of a challenge. She's a bit of a queen. No. Yeah, she's a diva. Yeah. We're raising a diva and that's yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how's Junior doing at the moment? Yeah, he's he's doing good. He's, um, yeah, like we're consistently sleeping through now, the night, wow. which is really nice. So... Like, Josh is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, no, no, she's, no, no, she's, she's really good. Sorry, um, <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, so yeah, when when like baby first when the Judah first arrived, like you get used to just not having much sleep, and after mm. I've said about six week mark, it was like consistently not having long periods of sleep is starting to wear on me now. That's really hit okay. me. Um, but now, like having consistently getting good amounts of sleep, I feel like I'm finally like changing a little bit back to mm. like energy levels getting back to normal and stuff like that which is really nice um, he, he rolled over for the first time yesterday from his back onto his front nice which is really sweet yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't a forward roll yeah, well, yeah teddy bear roll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's doing good um, 
Yeah, is it? I think it's weird, like for us now, because because you guys are a lot, your baby's a lot closer in age. Whereas I think it's weird how like it's, he's only like four and a half months old, but like the difference between Judah and Eden, like just in terms of like size and development, yeah, it's like pretty nuts. Judah, Judah feels like a baby, whereas. Yeah. Eden and Levi still feel like newborn yeah, really babies, new, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, they are. Yeah. But um, what, what constitutes newborn? I, I don't know. Yeah, there's... Is Eden, Judah actually newborn anymore? No, I don't I mean, think not so. really, is he? I don't think so. Judah looks, Judah looks like a toddler. He's yeah. the size, well, he, he's he's size of a toddler. He's, yeah, he, yeah he's, is he? He's huge. Um, well, he's, I don't know, a toddler, but like, I've seen toddlers who are probably about only a little bit bigger than him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so now, like, we're... As we're getting more, like, more sleep and... Um, trying to like get him into a good routine of naps during a day as well. Mm. So like we're actually having a bit more structure in our life now, which is really good. And, yeah. Um, so now it feels like we've got a bit more margin and stuff, and like starting to think a lot more recently. Like a lot of advice and wisdom that that we've been given um, is like if if you want to like love your baby well, one of the best things you can do is is like love your spouse well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And like that's one of the best things you can do for your kid is like make sure that you and their other parent have a good mm. relationship. And I, I think it's so easy in the depths of when it's really hard to just become really like self-centered. And yeah. all I think and think about is how tired I am. And this is this is my like he, I'm his father, and um, I've got to figure out how I can cope. And while Megan's mm. resting, while I'm tapping in, <clears throat> and then Megan taps in, and I can go and rest and whatever. Um, whereas now it, it feels like oh like actually need to start being a lot more intentional about like how can how can we re- really make sure that we're enjoying each other because you're kind of out of that because I think initially you're, we're out, we're out you're crazy in that, town. the haze of just survive yeah and yeah. so I guess you're we're starting out, to think about we're out of survival mode now how do we thrive yeah. rather yeah. than just be yeah coping kind of thing yeah I think it's quite easy like because you you've been in survival mode stay and, in it yeah and, in yeah it. just sort of go like how can I look after myself kind of thing it's, mm. um, but now it feels like yeah I've got the, the time margin to think about that more and so we've had some really nice times together recently which is really nice um, and just remembering that we're like we're husband and wife before we're parents right um, and yeah so that's been so that's, been, that's been quite nice actually having a bit more quality yeah. time with each other recently nice um, yeah, and we're we're gonna go swimming with him today. Yeah, for the first time ever. So wow. it'll be, it's just like nice little, like I feel, feel like there's a bit more order. In so our you're going lives. today? We're going today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let us know if he can swim. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna chuck him in and see yeah. how he gets on. Maybe he'll get his mile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get his first badge. Ten meter certificate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had a profound, not that profound thought today that I shared with Anna where I was thinking how nice it is when people have come round to meet Levi, mm. how... Because naturally, they'll ask questions about how we're doing, how he is. And and also, naturally, because we're excited and people are meeting him, we'll just basically talk about us and him loads, because that's mm. what you do when you're like all hyped. Um, I realised how nice it's been and kind it's been of everyone who's come round um, who have children haven't been when we've been talking about labor and how he's doing haven't been like oh and oh yeah it's like it was like that with our baby or oh yeah it was like this when whoever was in labor or yeah. oh yeah well if you thought that was bad then no one's done that whether they've done being very deliberate and trying to do that because mm. they're trying to be good mm. or like old kind or whether that's just naturally their 
they're just being like that because it's nice. I hadn't realised until I thought about it this morning how much that's probably made a difference in terms of enjoying mm. people meeting him. Yeah. Because I guess because it's a special time for us, and you it, like you're not getting people doing the whole like comparison. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, like you know how no one likes the person. Forget babies. No one likes the I've person. I've got a bigger story. You tell them yeah. about your holiday, and they're like, "Well, you think that was good? I was in the <laughs> yeah. Maldives doing skydiving." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No one likes that that person. Yeah, Normally, yeah. a guy. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know, I th- from what I understand and from what I've witnessed in life, uh, once you've got children, it's very easy to slip into the comparison trap. Isn't who's got it harder? Yeah, who's I got think it that's harder? A big one. Yeah. Either who's yeah. got it harder, or whose baby's better or cleverer, or. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? yeah. my baby just yeah. played the violin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, you basically go either way. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, me and Anna really want to try, you know, very hard to not yeah. fall into that. Um, but obviously, once you're once you've not got a newborn, it's not all exciting. Not everyone's not meeting him. Mm. Obviously, when we're chatting about like we do, yeah. when we're chatting about babies, you're going to sort of talk about like, oh, my experience is like this. My experience is like this. That's that's not the bad thing. But it's when you get into the yeah, making someone feel bad for like you, you, this is when you get into the one-upmanship type stuff yeah, or yeah. that kind of thing. I totally, I totally agree. So and I, I think half the time from the, on the other side of it, from, from the other parents' point of view, it comes from like them almost worrying about the way they've done something. Yeah, or like like insecurity. They, their own insecurity. They're not like trying to necessarily put down what you're doing. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of them like, malicious. Yeah, it's their own yeah. issue that they're trying to work through. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure. Like, mo- and because I'm, I'm, I'm <clears> sure <throat> that myself and Anna will do it at points, say unhelpful things, um, mm. and it won't. I hope it won't be out of maliciousness. It's just you'll do it by accident. You'll just say the wrong thing, like you're doing anything. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Most of like the stuff people say, I find it's got really good intentions. You can be it. insensitive, yeah. can't you? It's a good intention, but it's just it's just a bit unhelpful. Um, mm. Yeah. I wonder if like if you've. I guess for us, we've recently had kids, and so we've experienced a lot of the unhelpful things people can say. Yeah, with, with, with good intentions, mm. and so if if it comes with a good intention, if you can be at the mindset of knowing that they've, it comes yeah. with good intentions, then it's easier for you as the person t- that's yeah. taking it on. I overheard. Here's a good example. Uh, it will remain anonymous. I overheard recently a mother saying how she found it hard her baby having the heel prick test thing mm. they, which they have in their newborn, where they test it's like a blood test. Mm saying that and then the other mother who's got an older baby presumably trying to re- like say oh don't worry the baby won't trying to infer don't worry the baby will find they're not it doesn't it probably doesn't actually bother them that much hmm. that's what they're trying to say but what she said was oh you think that was bad wait until they have the jabs <laughs> <laughs> it's like and I was just like what are you doing yeah. like, how in any way do you know what I mean it's like yeah. they're not malicious but it's just yeah. it's just thick. It's, a, yeah. it's insensitive. It's a bit thought. Yes, it's insensitive, yeah. and it's that kind of thing that I, I've not experienced at all yet. And obviously, it's early days. I'm sure we'll get it because it's yeah. people you can't avoid. Yeah. But anyway, I, I wasn't meaning to have a moan. My main thing was basically from how good everyone, including yourselves, how everyone's been in terms of just listening and sort of being excited about our story and not sort of poo-pooing it by being like. Because we've talked to people who have had, I, we've not, I've known that their experience of late, they've had even more traumatic experience of labour than we have, but they've allowed us to sort of spiel it mm. without mm. feeling like we can't do this because they'll just be like, well, you think you've got it, you yeah, think your yeah, experience yeah, yeah. is hard. Yeah. 
we, we, we haven't, yeah. I haven't felt that guilt yeah. and the only reason that's been is because people have been so, so kind in just listening and yeah. being excited for us kind of thing yeah. so I hope I can do that yeah. it, it's going to yeah, happen isn't it in, in conversation that, that that will happen to you and you'll probably do it to other people by accident yeah I know just, just in really natural want. conversation yeah, I'm it's hoping I don't. so many times yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you don't want to I can just imagine how easy it is when you're just chatting and obviously your own experiences are always when someone's telling you about what their experience of labour is or what their experience of feeding or whatever your first thing in your brain whether you say it out loud you're always going to be going oh did that happen for me did that happen for me did that happen because you just want to empathise because often you'll be at a good because you've experienced it because that's how you have empathy for people yeah so you're, 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 like you say, you're instantly going to think about your own experiences because you you yeah. want to use them to help reassure that person or just chat to them. It's just how you verbalise it. You've got to be careful, yeah. I think just knowing who you're talking to and what their character's like no, no is, crowd, yeah. is really helping, helpful because then if they say something that could rub you up the wrong way but you know that generally they're a nice and encouraging person, then you can go, okay, they probably they didn't mean that to be like that. Yeah. They might have worded it differently if, <laughs> if given the opportunity exactly. again. You know who never tries to do this stuff? Piers Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> he was insensitive to Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel the need to apologise for last time we did a podcast because I was so incredibly tired. That I feel like I just rambled on so badly. I don't think you did. I thought it was right. I, I feel way gone. more awake now anyway. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Was the last one... It's Josh's... It's my... Uh, our story. Oh, so we literally had two story, baby stories yeah, yeah. in a row. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they've been it was quite together. a while ago, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. so a lot, a lot of content just talking about labour and stuff. Yeah, I hope I didn't yeah. go on too long. No, it's great. It's great to hear. Thank you, Baba um, Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've got some ideas for other things we can chat about in the next episode and stuff. So it's cool. Cool. Um, the headline is though, having a child is great. Yeah. And really fun. Yeah. And even if you don't think it'll be fun, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I genuinely, yeah. I was ready to have a baby, hence why we made one. But I still, even during pregnancy, a lot of my thoughts were on, this is going to be very hard. I mm. hope I cope. Now, that's still the case. Um, but I spend a lot of the time feeling very happy through feeling exhausted. Yeah. That's Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, cause you don't know what it's going to be like. And if, in my head, that was what I was fearing was the tiredness. I mean, and you've got it like having your thyroid problem as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, you're I, talking about thri- like actually being able to thrive again or trying mm, to thrive, yeah, not yeah. just being in survival mode. I've been in survival <laughs> mode since 2017. <laughs> 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 I, mean? I don't remember what it is yeah. to thrive. Yeah. And I'm actually going to, so I'm going to have to be extra diligent in when I actually am able to yeah. be have a bit more energy. Helpful in life. Yeah. yeah. But it's hard to imagine, like, being really tired but also really enjoying it because yes. most of the time being tired sucks yes but you have like a it's really like it's a strange and special time because you are exhausted but you've got this new person it's really exciting you, yeah. before you have the baby you do you over overthink that all the negative stuff don't you and you don't realise how big of a deal just like your baby making a stupid faces yes yeah. like, that's basically yeah, like, what you celebrate is crazy yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. your baby the, the face your baby pulls when they're doing a poo <laughs> gives you so much joy yeah. that it doesn't matter that you haven't slept like, yeah. that you're, like it's really weird and when, when Levi is getting in like in a tears because he's got trapped gas or he's like can't get a poo out and he like kicks off yeah when he like does a poo when I've got him like bent over my leg and I'm like hit him with the bat when he does like a massive poo he's like yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like we're so proud of you Levi <laughs> he pulled a 
it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Elation. Yeah. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it doesn't it doesn't make sense the amount of joy that you get from such small and strange yeah. things. Which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Because yeah. it's hard. You don't expect that. It's very hard to do yeah. that in day to day life, and it's something I would like to do more. Just appreciating a cup of coffee or whatever is hard to do because you just yeah. take things for granted. And I think you? when 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 people when before you become like a dad, when other dads tell you that kind of thing, you think they're just trying to be or like they're trying super really sensitive. hard to see them. Yeah, see, and that's why I, I was always like a little bit like skeptical of it. Like people would yeah. be like, "It's make yourself feel better about life." Yeah, so, or that they're, they're, it's so hard or whatever. Or like, yeah, they're just trying to show their like their sensitive side or whatever, oh, okay. and yeah, just overcompensating for that. But then like actually being in it you're like oh no that's real it's weird yeah. it's weird how much joy you can get out of a facial expression when I when I, <laughs> I when I was messaging people when the baby when Levi arrived at, like, and been around for a few days mm. and I was messaging family or whatever saying like I'm having loads of fun changing like poopy nappies mm. um, and I reckon about a quarter to a third of the people misunderstood thought I was being sarcastic Oh, and yeah, so they yeah. would reply being like oh don't worry you get used to it or whatever and I was like no I actually mean I'm having a great time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's yeah. exactly what you mean like people don't yeah. get it yeah and I think the thing is like with babies like because they change so rapidly if they were sort of locked into one stage of development yeah it would get really like the, the grind would get like mm. stuck on top of it of each other but the fact that they change so quickly like a week old baby compared to what Levi's going to be when he's like five or six weeks old Very so many different things happen and it's mm. things change obviously there's still nappy changing and feeding and all that kind of stuff but there's all other things to celebrate and to get excited about and I can't remember yeah. who said it someone said that they learn like the new things just as you get to the point of needing them to so like your your baby will start to smile just at the point where you you would you you would have had enough, yeah. but then they're smiling now, and you're like, oh, then that yeah, that keeps you going yeah. for the next little bit, and then suddenly they're they're doing something else. Yeah, and like, that's cool. It's like it's like really well timed every time. <laughs> My, um, we had some friends down yesterday, and they're all mocking me, including Anna. She joined in the mocking because I got well excited because I was saying how well you'll probably agree I was clearly wrong. How I was really excited because the night before he'd used his arm deliberately the first like the first time ever but apparently it's way too soon you just can't do that so trying to infocol is like a uh, it's like cowpole you put it like you squirt it in their mouth and then it helps them not get like gas basically and he doesn't he doesn't like the taste of it yeah um so when you squirt it, it's funny because he like pulls that like sour face yeah. like, um so i quite enjoy doing it because it makes me laugh <laughs> but i went to do it and he proper like judo chopped my hand away <laughs> and so it like made the stuff go everywhere yeah. kind of thing. i was like whoa and it like blew my mind <laughs> yeah. so I was like getting hyped about it yesterday and then everyone mocked me because they're like he can't do that yeah, just cl- just <laughs> like, he literally just fluked out yeah. he, just, he didn't like it so he flailed his arms he doesn't really yeah. understand the concept of what they are and he just got lucky just claim it I just say just claim it that's what I think yeah. I tried to prove it to them by like doing it again yeah. and then it didn't work I, I keep claiming that Eden can stand just because she tends her legs she pushes her legs out yeah, yeah. yeah. it's fine <laughs> I'm taking it like with smiles like the, the fart sm- smiles yeah Smile still, isn't it? Yeah. Looks like a smile. Yeah. I'll take that. They're definitely not unhappy, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're still enjoying the fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. It's been nearly an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll probably Mommy. leave it there. Yeah. Thank it's you great. for listening. Let's go back to our, our wives and our babies. Mm. Cool. Bye. <laughs>